Uh, welcome to episode four of The Gist. Who have I got here? Alex Mather, my co-host. How are you doing? <laughs> was so smooth. <laughs> yes, I'm good, thank you, mate. Not too bad. I'm a uh, yeah, bit of a tumultuous week. Uh, tumultuous? Think, yeah. Tumultuous. Good word, that, innit? That is a good word. Um, yeah, so one of them. I know you've had one as well. But before we start, I've got something very important to talk to you about. Okay. Now... I don't know how this slipped me by, but yesterday I discovered that there was a... Did you see about this? There was a a hearing in US Congress yesterday. Okay. No. There was three guys there, one from... uh, Sorry, one was an ex-military commander. Right. The other one was an ex-intelligence officer. Okay. And the other guy, I don't know what he did, but he was like the same sort of ilk. Right. They were openly discussing in Congress the existence of UFOs. Right. And acknowledging the fact that they are real. Right. Although they now call them UAPs instead of UFOs. UAPs? Unidentified aerial phenomena. Oh, okay. Because okay. if you say UFO, apparently that makes you sound crazy. We need my dad here. Why? Because um, he lectures at the university at BGU. Yeah. And this is one of the things he lectures on. Things. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I wanted to. Yeah. The occult, the occult and fringe religions. Would you believe? And UFOs. I and think all you've of that. told me that before because yeah. I remember saying I'd love to have a chat with you about that. Well, you might get to, mate. I think he's going to be here Mech a little bit later on this show for sure. No, because nobody, idea. nobody would then ever listen to us You'd ever be again. Out. Just be me and your dad. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. A bit <laughs> anyway, like, a bit like when uh, me and Ryan Munson, you know. Oh, and I'm not here. Then you're yeah, not there. Yeah, yeah so. I get overthrown in a in a gist style mutiny. Yeah, basically. Um, Anyway, the uh, yeah, so so acknowledging the existence of these UAPs, but then I keep thinking you're going to say OAPs, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I just well, they definitely exist. Yeah, they definitely. Yeah, I feel like um, I've got my Zimmer frame in the in the house. The bit that I keep seeing, which sticks in my brain, and the, the reason I can't balance it in my head is because it was so the conversations were so almost like transactional and like. This shit is groundbreaking, <laughs> and and it doesn't seem to be that big a deal. The bit that got me was, do you confirm that, or it was something like, do you confirm that there were um, bodies recovered from the crashes of these UAPs that are of non-human origin? Because nobody wants to say the A word, no, or either, because that will also make you sound mental. Okay. To which he says, yes. Okay. Interesting. Okay. How is the, and the bigger question here is how is this not on the mainstream news? Now, today I have seen there's a little video sort of midway through Sky News's video reel that says that's got a bit about one of these witnesses saying something. Yeah. But that's is that not front page news? Guess what? They are real. They do exist. And the other thing that gets me, I'm going now, but this is, this is going to be the whole episode, right? The other thing that gets me is there are people in jobs that are being paid to do work that are being funded by our government, by the American government, by all governments around the world, and their job is to seek out... It sounds a bit like Star Trek. No. To try and figure out whether or not life exists on other planets. Okay. If we've got vehicles and we've got bodies, the mm. question has been answered. So mm. why, then, is that funding not being redirected... And being, and I guess this is what the hearing was about. Mm. That funding then should be redirected. Acknowledgement that they do exist. Well, let's use that money to figure out more about them and how we 
communicate and, and whatever. But is that you're so calm about this? How are, so, <laughs> how are you so calm? I don't know. Just looking at you, just talking and thinking. You know, well, I think everybody has their own views on uh, on 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 life and the origin of life and all the rest of it. Um, and and I think the key thing is that people are, that are interested in that type of thing, um, OAPs, UAPs, <laughs> FAPs, whatever they're called, <laughs> LEDs, yeah. um, aliens. Yeah, yeah. Let's just call them aliens. Um, you tend to find that, that 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 they are searching for something, a deeper meaning to their own existence a lot of the time. Yeah. And I think people that believe in aliens, and this is just my own personal opinion, is that they're searching for something uh, outside of space and time and they've come across aliens. And that, uh, you know, if, if they are superior beings to humans and there's a, there's a, you know, it's a reason why they're here and I'm here, I, I don't know. They just, they, they just tend to, people are searching for an answer to something. They are. And all that, all that aside, People have been speaking about aliens for, well, since before you and me were here, for a, yes. lot, a long time. Nut jobs talking about crazy stuff that happened, labelled as maniacs, weirdos, mm. you know, Fruit Loops, or whatever you want to call them, all those unkind terms that you give these people. All that aside about them searching for something greater than themselves and they're wanting to be something greater than themselves, all of that emotional stuff yeah. aside, these are legitimate credible witnesses testifying to a congress select committee about the absolute about the question the absolute existence of yes the fact they are real it's not a question anymore they are real they do exist this is where they are etc mm. etc um take all the emotional everything else out of it that in itself is massive and i think from what I've sort of understood, and I'm still trying to understand what the idea of it is, I think that the whole idea of the Congress Committee and the whole whistleblowing point of it is that since it's been happening, since we've had awareness of their existence, which according to one of them has been since the 1930s, um, we have, and that's we as in a collective race, and the powers that be have systematically denied quashed and um what's that word where you make people out to be stupid make people out to be stupid yeah. um i don't know but I don't, I don't know whatever but anyway it consistently quashed this idea that they exist or that they're even real and, and pushed it back and repeatedly said no they're not there's not like there's not like area 51 there's nothing there blah 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 um i think you have to wait though until people are conditioned enough don't you you do but the whole point is how now do governments act and acknowledge the fact actually yeah for the past 90 years we've been lying to you how do, how do you do that? Are you trying to suggest that governments don't lie to us? <laughs> yeah, are you trying to suggest? So honest about I was going to say, else. are you trying to suggest that this is the only thing they've ever lied to but us this about? Is, but this is, <laughs> this is, this is going to be even more of a problem for you because normally they're lying to us and they just don't admit that they're lying, and now they're being forced into a corner where they've got to admit they're lying again. So, yeah, it'll be interesting weird, to see right? what it actually is. Um, you know, seeing is a believing, isn't it, for a lot of people? Yeah. Um, well. 
Well, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. So that, that's that's a loaded statement with a lot of different angles to go. But, <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, that's that that's been. So so okay. So yeah. let's bring that back then. So yes. this is obviously a big thing that you've just brought up. Yeah. Um, what does that mean for you? Have you you know have you had some type of epiphany around it? No, or, or... I <laughs> no. I'm not going to. I, I, you know, I'm not a conspiracy theorist or anything like that. No. I, I just um, I, I was just. It, uh, I've not seen it. If I'd found this out a week ago, it probably wouldn't have even made the podcast. To be honest, it's so <laughs> fresh in my brain that. I've just got to talk about it. Okay. It just baffles me how the the thing that I find strange is that is this thing about it's not really being talked about in mainstream media. There are, like I said, there are little bits like in Sky News hidden away. I, I, I've not really seen anything anywhere else, and whether that's changed over the last few hours, I, I, I don't know. But why why would that not be headline news? I don't, I, I can't. That I'm, I'm struggling to understand that. I don't really. But have... That could just be because I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but it'd be nice to have somebody um, in a news, you know, in a news channel, in a news um, outlet to be able to ask that question. I guess I don't know anybody. Do you? A journalist. A I, journalist. I think you're <laughs> <laughs> a journalist. Sorry. Yes. Somebody in a news outlet. The word. The word evaded me there. Yeah. A yeah. journalist. Um, yeah. Maybe they can use my 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 giraffe pen that's a beautiful segue because i know you want to talk about this but yes a, a plug before we move to talk about your weird giraffe pen if there's any journalists out there that are listening to this podcast that can shed some light as to why this has not really made the news um people aren't ready mate then please please that's basically it people aren't ready let us know i don't think let us know but um, if people aren't ready they wouldn't have a a a, a congressional committee meeting and air it live to the world well i guess so i guess so maybe they want us to be maybe we're maybe we're conditioned maybe we're ready maybe we are ready maybe that's maybe maybe there's been so many this disclosure thing that's been going on for the last couple of years hasn't there in the states where they've started putting out into the public domain the secret files and all that kind of stuff about aliens and all that so maybe that was to prime people enough but look let's not make the whole episode about that and by the way if you're if this is the first time you as a listener have heard about this thing then now is your opportunity before we start talking about jacob's giraffe pen yeah now is your opportunity to pause the gist go and look into it then come back in a bit um do it now here comes a pause right now let's talk about <laughs> <laughs> can't say i'm not a professional no you are <laughs> so unprofessional doing. i know what I'm doing. it's because we've done this Three and a half this times is now. This fourth time. It's that old hat now. Yeah. And we're in, it's quite nice, actually. We're in a new location today, aren't we? We're in a... Just on the road, yeah. Yeah, just on the road, which I like. I like the fact that we can move it around to different places. Yeah, well, it's quite portable, isn't it? Yeah, it's nice. A laptop and two microphones. Yeah, because we couldn't do it on Tuesday, could we? We couldn't record no. on Tuesday. No. Um, you had a meeting, didn't you? you two were... meetings. Two? Shock, sorry, yeah. Two meetings, wow. Get uh, you. So and I was... I was busy, busy in the afternoon. Um, so actually, we're not at your house today, are we? We are. No. Nope. We are in the the wilds of my parents' shed. Shed. Yeah. <laughs> you've been. You've I mean, been... it's a bit more glamorous than it sounds. Yes. It's like a massive office. Um, but uh, yeah. Yeah, you've been put nice. off by all the cr- kind of creepy crawly bits that you've yeah. found, haven't you? You're going to need to give that context because. Yeah. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for all the listeners out there, uh, my uh, my dad, my mum, um, uh, and my sister actually, she kind of does a bit in the business as well. So, yeah, so they they run a business that 
is breeding and selling uh, kind of moths and butterflies, insects, um, all dead. I guess you would call it taxidermy, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but if you go to the Natural History Museum yeah. and you pull out the drawers um, and you see the different pinned butterflies and beetles and all sorts, yeah. um, that's es essentially what they do. Um, yeah, so and there are people out there that collect different ones and there's millions of this, different uh, things. And this shed slash garage slash office is incredible. The... I, I can tell you, I am the sheer amount of dead insects I am surrounded by <laughs> as we speak. You've never seen so um, many, have you? Never seen just, them. Oh, some of them are massive. You've I mean, never seen I that. I can assure you now, if they weren't dead, I would not be in. <laughs> some of them are massive. You've never seen a grasshopper as big as your face before, I have you? I haven't. It's, uh, yeah. With purple wings and, and oh, whatnot. So... Yeah incredible they do that i uh, have been doing that for a long time and that's where we are today we're in their kind of my dad's my dad's actually at a graduation today yep. um they're graduating at um, at university so he's got to be there but actually if you look at your just i, I didn't want to uh, kind of explain this to you or show you this but look, just if you just look at your your arm there there's actually a centipede oh. if you believe <laughs> Jesus. Oh. that's um yeah Big old boy, isn't it? That's massive. Yeah, that's big. I mean, you know, you see the ones like on the films with is the that, little pinstripe bits. One of the um, what do you call them ones out the Colorado desert? They've got a really, really yeah, long like, bite. Yeah, like yeah, that 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 would have been a poisonous boy when he was uh, alive. Yeah. Nice. Um, but Dad gets quite a lot of. Um, you know, we're talking about dad. Dad is a small business. You know, it's just him, mum, yeah. and whatever. And um, they they have some like a lot of problems or things yeah. with um, with their business. Um, things like uh, people getting upset with them because they are selling kind of live, or not live, but dead insects and things, and they yeah. like conservation and all the rest of it. Um, my dad does a lot of conservation stuff and goes and you know grabs all sorts of things from the bushes before the farmer, you know, shreds them to pieces, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, he gets a lot of, uh, a lot of problems with that. But, uh, uh, but yeah, that's, that's where we are today. Nice. Yeah. That's where we are today. That's featuring really heavily at this episode. He is. Yeah. Yeah. My dad's really, you know, a lot more interesting than me. So, uh, you know, um, but we were going to talk about kind of, uh, self care part two, but we've been railroaded by aliens and bugs. And, and I'm inter I am interested to know how your week's been as well. I know that I, I said I've had a tumultuous one, and then I went off on tumultuous, my, yeah. I went off on my alien rant, and, yes. and now we've done insects, and we've not yet got to the point about tell me, tell me about your week, Jacob. What's been happening? Um, well, we talked a little bit about self care last week, didn't yes. we? Yes, and uh, it, we kind of talked about it in as much as what would we do to relax, I think. Mm. Um, and we talked about the different things, things that we would do. Um, we're going to get people on to talk about how to really deal with the stresses, the strains, anxiety of yeah, we've got, business. Yeah, we've got, we've got therapists them. and hypnotherapists and yeah. those kind of people lined up yeah. to come and talk to us. I think we're a bit worried, though, because we don't want people to get bored with us. But at the same time... Uh, not everybody's free tomorrow, you know. Um, so True. we've we've just got a bit of a lead-in time with all of that. Um, so I wanted to talk about uh, my week, because it has been a bit... <laughs> You're laughing at my giraffe then, aren't you? I am. It's actually not mine, it's my sister's, but um, it actually uh, is a really cool pen, and I'll explain why. Said no one ever. Uh, said no one ever. <laughs> yeah, so it's got a giraffe on it, mate. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah. But this week's been a bit... 
I, I like the word tumultuous. Yeah. Um, I, I put it out on LinkedIn a couple of days ago. Was it yesterday? I don't know. Days just fly by. But do you ever get those days sometimes where you just are like, why the hell am I doing this? Yeah. Why why am I doing this? Because yeah. this has gone wrong or that's gone wrong or that's not gone to plan or this person's not done this and I should have done that and I didn't. And you know, you're, jugg- you're juggling a new business, you're juggling everything. Um, and I think this week for me, we're talking about self-care. Okay, we're not going to talk about it in a lot of depth, but I think self-care in the moment is important. Mm. You know, what you do in the moment. Um, and uh, for me this week, what have I done in the moment that's kind of taken my mind off of how I've been feeling? Why don't Why don't we Why don't we start with how you've been feeling, and then we can how I've been feeling. Yeah, oh and wow! Then we can, then we can oh, nice. How I've been feeling. Oh, yeah. oh, Mister Coach is coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ladies and gents, uh, listeners of the gist, if you want personalised coaching sessions from Alex Mather, he's available. This is not an advert. Uh, <laughs> um, how have I been feeling? Okay, so uh, I guess I have been feeling a little bit uh, frustrated, I guess. Frustrated, mm. um, you know, I've been doing this for seven months and I wanted to be a bit further on, I think. I wanted to have more clients. I wanted to have uh, better introducer relationships. I wanted to be in a position where I was not thinking, oh, that could be better. But, wow, I'm really pleased that I'm in that position. Um, and things are not terrible, but they're, they're you know I wanted them to be a bit further. So um, and couple all the personal stuff as well. Yeah. You know we're 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 in we're in we're my parents in their shit. You know, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, not in my own flat. So um, I think that's weighed heavy on me actually this week. Yeah, that having a safe space that's your own is so important. Oh my goodness, it is so important. It's unreal. So important. And I didn't realise that, I think, until this week. It's amazing, isn't it, that the the link there between psychological safety and physical safety. Yeah. And how, like, you you hit the nail on the head there where you talk about having that space, which is your own, which you feel completely safe in because it's your own. Yeah. How much that impacts and how much of a positive aspect that can be on your yeah. on your mental health. Well I think I think having your own space, you know, just just little things, you know, like obviously I have the kids with mum and dad and they've mm. been great and whatever. But it's things like my mum and dad don't really understand this, that now instead of just my stuff to worry about, um, you know, and my stuff's not important at all. You know, I've got I've got you know, given lots and lots of stuff that's easily breakable and stuff, that's fine. <laughs> um, but now I've got their stuff to worry about. Yeah. You know, when the kids are around, so I've got to, I've got, you know, I've got my mum and dad's other living room. I've got all their stuff, and you know, their like ornaments and you know what kids are like. I mean, they just, yeah. they just like to wander around, and you know, I'm pretty good in as much as they they shouldn't touch. It's not theirs, but. Yeah they don't always listen straight away. And so... um, Kids are kids. Kids are kids, yeah. And it's like my sister, like, she really likes Lego. And there was one day that, you know, Tom and Erin went somewhere, I can't remember where it was, I think it was in the office, and they had got my sister's Lego and they just thought it was... Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. And it's... 
she spent hours and hours and hours and I just felt so, so sorry for my sister because, and that, that weighs because then that affects yeah. other things like business because you, you don't now have a safe space when things are, you know, you, you just can't. And so, you know, I, I don't think my mum and dad quite understand that now it's not just, a, just my stuff I've got to worry about, mm. it's, it's everybody else's mm. and, and, and okay, you know, we're, we're all family, we're all okay, but it's it's just another stress and strain. So what I've realised this week is that I need to get organised, actually. Yeah. And I think not necessarily um, making massive, massive changes, but I think I think actually getting my own place, definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, so we can record this properly yeah. as well. Um, but in order for me to prioritize the right things within my business the right things within my personal life i have to get organized mm. organizing uh working space personal space and i think self-care in that aspect immediately uh probably has been quite practical mm. rather than emotional yeah you know um so i think there is a time and a place to have emotional self-care mm. um you know might talk to you know somebody or or whatever but i think for me this week it's ha- it's actually been a lot more practical self-care yeah. um and that's why i've got the the giraffe pen tell me about the giraffe pen. well i want to show you what it does because <laughs> <laughs> i want to show you what it does is it not just a pen have you ever seen this before no Oh, you're going to be absolutely blown away. It's my mind, it's my brain about to drip out my ears. Well, I don't, well, and it might be just as good as this alien phenomena that you right, okay. uh, just told me about. But, um, so, okay, so I don't know if you can see this from yeah. over there, but I'm going to just write something on this piece of paper. So I'm just going to write, hello. Okay. Okay, so I've written hello on there. Yes. And I've made a, a little mistake. So I'm going to just quickly rub Rub, rub this off, rub this out. Can you see this? Wow. Look at that. What? I know. Can you see that? So it rubs out pen. It rubs out pen. Yeah. What? Yes. <laughs> so mind your ass. Oh, Jake, I can't cope. I know. I know. I know. I know. We've had aliens this week. I know. Bringing this. Look to at you. this pen, right? This pen rubs itself out if you make a mistake. And do you know what I've realised? Another another revelation during this week that I have been such a uh, I love technology love 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 technology I've got an iPad and everything uh, I've got a special Apple pencil and all the rest of it and what I've realised is that I much prefer a notepad and a pen mm. and I like a laptop. But I think in order to keep myself organised, I've been lying to myself for about two years mm. that an iPad's the way and digital is the way. <laughs> but actually, it isn't for me. There's it's... something about... There, there is... There's something there, I think, and we can... You know, we can, I know it's been studied, so we can get we can look at the research for it if we really want to. But I'm, um, you know, to be honest, neither of us is going to. So you can just te- I'm not. Te- take this as my word. I'm not. <laughs> um, there's definitely studies there about the 
the benefits of using a notepad and the physical action of writing yeah. something down yeah. and committing it to paper and having to physically turn a page yourself yeah. and all that. There's all kinds of stuff that happens in the brain when you do that that you yeah. don't get when you're writing it on a... It, or if you're typing it into a uh, into an iPad or even if you're writing it on an iPad, it's it's not the same thing. You don't get the... I think this is why haptic feedback essentially was invented for phones and that kind of stuff. You're only buzzes and that kind of stuff as you use it to try and stimulate these areas of the brain that we get when we're writing on stuff. Um, yeah, there's definitely something there about physically doing it. What's interesting, you talk about um, technology. Have you seen the um, Remarkable? Yes, that? I've seen... So there was a chap uh, that I had a meeting with, yeah. Eric Syker. Really nice guy. Yeah. Really, really nice guy. What does he do? Eric, he runs a mergers and acquisitions business. So, um, yeah, for businesses that are looking to sell yeah, their business yeah, yeah. or uh, looking to buy a business, yeah. he helps people buy and sell businesses. And so uh, he turned up to a meeting with me a few weeks ago now um, with a remarkable pad. Yeah. And it looked remarkable. Well, they're incredible. And I'd like No, one. no, no. Remarkable. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they're... <laughs> they are remarkable. But I think that they're they're textured and everything like that, so they feel like paper. Yeah. When you write on them as yeah. well, which is and that's. But again, that that's an acknowledgement to the fact that it's because we get something out of this idea of writing on committing yeah. to paper and that kind of stuff. I think so. it's really difficult though because of the way that the world is. Mm. It's so digital. There's this kind of. I think. I think what I've what I've dis- decided. I think mm. is for my own personal accountability, note taking, business, my own thoughts, feelings, and all the rest of it will be put down on paper. Mm. Any client work will be done digitally. Well, that's a nice compromise, isn't it? Well, I think so because the the client stuff will be. Uh, I'll need to put it into an online CRM system. Yeah. So if I'm taking notes with a client, anyway, exactly. So, yeah, okay. exactly. So. That's what I'm thinking. But I think, I keep saying I think. You do. Why do I do that? Commit, I don't know. Because you don't want to commit to the idea? Maybe. No. Do you think there's any... Let's not go down it again. Let's not go down that rabbit hole. No, no. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No, let's not do that. I'm certain. Okay. Is that better? I will. I will. Yeah. I will start to write more on paper. Yeah. For my own organisation yeah. and sanity. I'll still use... A digital calendar, yeah. but I think for my own personal bits, I'll use paper. I wonder if we can come back to this uh, this thing that you were talking about before, where you were talking about how now you've got other stuff to worry about. Yes. Yeah. Your, your, your parents and that kind of stuff. And this is, I think this is a really common thing. And have you seen this idea of the, uh, the, the, the stress bucket or just the bucket in general? You heard about this? I've heard of it, yeah. So basically there is a... You've got a bucket and everything that's going on in your life goes into this bucket. All the stresses and all the strains goes into the bucket and you take on more and more. But eventually when that bucket gets to the top, when you add more into the top of that, it's just going to spill over the top. And and that's where the, I guess that's where the idea of this, you know, someone snapping at something or, Mm. or feeling a little bit dejected or down about stuff or whatever, eventually it spills over. When you're talking about practical applications there in order to help it i wonder if you're talking about 
reducing the amount of water that goes in the bucket or whether you're talking about investing in a bigger bucket. And I think that's a key difference, isn't it? Because there is stuff in your life that has to be there. Like you said, it, it's it's just, it's grown-up shit, isn't it? it it's, yeah. it's, it's rubbish being a grown-up sometimes. Yeah. But you've, you've got to, sometimes you've just got to deal with it. Uh, and it's there, you can't do anything about it. Those kinds of things are the things that go into your bucket. But then there's other stuff where, actually, that doesn't have to be there at all. Mm. I don't have to put, I don't have to commit that to that bucket at all. I'm choosing to do it. So yeah. how about I just remove that from the scenario and save myself the the levelling up. So yeah, I, I do think there is a, I think there's a there's, there's definitely a place there for practical applications of stuff that you're, that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's also a really important part about making an assessment of what needs to be in my life and what doesn't need to be in my life. What do I need to worry about? What I don't need to worry about? And it's that old cliche, isn't it? About, you know, worry about the stuff that you're in control of. Uh, yeah, and I think... don't worry about the stuff that you're not. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, within business as well, you get so bogged down with wanting to do everything. Yeah. That you end up doing lots of stuff really badly. And I think... Yeah. You, you you go to this event or to that event or you go to that or this or or you 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 buy this software or that software and and it's only by reassessing mm. after so much time what you actually do need and what you don't need but it's awkward because you have to do it in order to know what you do need and what you don't need it's really tempting isn't it especially when you first start out in business and i you know i'm still trying to manage doing this better it you do try and be like all things to all people yeah you? and i think that that's sometimes that does you more harm than good but yeah. like i said i'm still trying to i'm still trying to balance that off in my head i'm still arguably trying to do too much most of the time i should concentrate on one thing but you know when that bucket's getting full because you've got bills to pay and mortgages to pay it's, yeah it's easy to try and find that as a bailout isn't it i suppose so is that why you've had a tumultuous week is your bucket kind of spilling oh it's it's my bucket has been full and spilling for the last two or three months I right think. okay but well you know, you, you know you're doing a, a great job at managing that maybe or maybe and this is a really important point actually Maybe that's just your perception. And oh, yes. Perception. And I think that's the yeah. case with most people. Yeah. I think that where we tie ourselves in knots is that a lot of people are struggling with a lot of things. But yeah. generally speaking, people are pretty good at hiding the struggles that they're, that they're, that they're going through and, and that they're struggling with. Um, but then that has a knock-on effect where you think, why aren't I... Yes. doing as well as that person yeah, or coping yeah, as well course, as that person course, yeah. when actually you don't know how well they're no. coping or how well they're doing you just no. assume from what you perceive from how they're behaving yeah so absolutely you, yeah you've got to try and balance that off i suppose well I, th I think unless you're honest about things then you know nobody nobody actually knows it's a bit like jody jody weavers yes so she, the word weaver the word weaver herself yeah so she uh posted something on linkedin about needing help with her business because mm. she it was in a position where you know, she needed more more clients and all the rest yeah. of it. And, you know, she made a plea because, you know, that's with the position that she was in. So yeah. um, I'm not sure what came of it, but, you know, she's she's good at what she does. What a, what a refreshing show of honesty. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Honesty in business is, um, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly. You know, not everybody wants to hear all the bad all the time. Mm. But I think just to, you know, 
an acceptance that not everything goes well all of the time. Yeah. Um, and there are things that you can do, you know, like go on holiday. But if you can't yeah. go on the holiday because it's six months away, what can you do today yeah, to yeah. make things better? Yeah. And I think for me this week anyway, it's been just refocusing and just getting a bit more settled in accepting that I need to write things down. I know it sounds so simple, but... Well, sometimes it's the simple things that help. And I think that, you know, the other things that help are the things that we're going to get out of our our next self-care episodes, I think, aren't they? When we talk to the these people that know a lot more about this stuff than me. <laughs> than you. Um, yes. So I think that that's, a, that's probably a good place to wrap it. Yeah, okay. So let's let's close it there for this week. All right. Um, thank you all very much for being there. Thank you for listening. Yes. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you for doing it. Please don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never yes. miss an episode of The Gist, and we will see you again very soon. Yes. We won't, actually. Well, we, you'll hear, you'll you're hear here. us again you're here. soon. You're here. Um, and some of you will see you soon. Thanks, everybody. Cheers. Bye.